This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Yeah. Let's meet. Welcome. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice Hi. to meet you. Hey. Let's Howdy. meet. Hey, bro. On the 56th episode of Let's Meet Part 2 of 3, Kyla performs Heavy, her first single from an album not yet released. Giraffes have a lot of neck weight. We'll learn how white guy McKhaki Pants wrote I'll Follow You Into the Dark, and Kyla thinks Michael's lyrics are garbage. Would you mind performing a song for us Absolutely. real quick? Absolutely, yeah. That'd be rad if you were. Can you do the one that you wrote when you were 13? I'm just kidding. Don't do that. I'm just, uh, <laughs> just kidding. I probably could. It's called, I got your hot topic right here. Uh, so, it was a song called Poison. Um, actually, is it about Brett Michaels? Actually, I think you can find it somewhere online. It was on my first EP that I put out in college. I thought you were going to say MySpace. Now, what first, key is this in for the kids at home who want to play their mandolins? I have no along? idea. So that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the best thing about what I do is I don't actually have any idea what I'm doing most of the time. We'll tell you. We'll tell you. Capo 4, guys. Capo 4, you're so that's, far. That's how I do my keys is capos. Um, I... Uh, oh, D sharp. I'm almost completely self-taught. I did take a music theory class in high school. But none of it stuck. <laughs> it's hard. Um, it was what's, so hard. What's funny now is if you went back to that class, yeah. you, it would all click. Uh, yeah, I think it probably yeah. would. But don't do it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I keep telling myself one of these days that I'm going to like go through and like um, try to like actually learn some things. Like I can read music for a little, you know, a little bit because I was in choir. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I, you know, I, I play a little bit of piano. But for the most part, I do everything by ear. I listen and yeah. I can kind of hear it and figure it out. Um, <laughs> I'm I... 39 and you won't do it. I can tell, you're gonna, you can tell yourself you're going to yeah, do it. No, you're it's not, not going to happen. I don't have and the time. When you finally get to a point where you're like, I want to play in a band, <laughs> you'll get to play with some really great musicians. And then you'll be like, let's go over that again so I can try to figure out what I want to play with it because I don't know what I'm exactly. doing with this guitar. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, then, and then we're like, oh, we'll just write it out for And you. then it'll be, it'll be different when you get to the day of the show. Because you'll be panicking and yep. uncomfortable. But yeah, so basically everything I do, I kind of um, make up as I go along. Like those those 400 covers that I was talking about. I don't have any idea what I'm doing it's half the time. Yeah, I capo everything. I transpose everything. If I don't know a chord within a, in a chord chart, I just transpose it, capo, throw a capo on it. Yeah, I get so go. much like so much flack because people are like, "Well, you should just like learn the chords." And like, I have these itty bitty baby hands. Number one, <laughs> that like. But those were in elective surgery, though. You chose yeah, them. You I, chose I, baby I, hands. I took yeah. I took um, baby doll, like the little baby dolls, and just got them. You know, surgery yeah, yeah, yeah. attached. I, I, I see the I see the uh, baby <laughs> like alive stamp. Yeah, yeah. On your right hand. <laughs> but no, I do. I have very small hands, and so. Um, it makes it a little bit easier if I can kind of not have to make my fingers do all of this weird things if that you nobody don't, should be able to do anyway. If you don't get finger tattoos that say baby hand, <laughs> I'm going to be really upset. This is a really good opportunity for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I kind of just make everything up as I go, and it works. I've somehow made a career out of it, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so this song I'm going to play for you guys is... Um, a new song, well, newer. It's not new at this point. It's a couple of years old. 
Um, but it's not available anywhere yet. Um, so I have my exclusive. Yeah, and hopefully it'll be available soon. I have my my EP, my acoustic EP that mm-hmm. is out right now. Um, it came out in September of last year. It's sold uh, to date. I'm almost to 250 copies sold, physical copies, which is awesome. Nice. Uh, but we sold 200 of them within a year, nice. which was really crazy. So that's that's out, and then I'm getting ready to re-release my first full-length, full-band album, which will hopefully be out before the end of the year. And then, like I mentioned, we're in the process of trying to start my second full-length, full-band album. So this song is going to be the first single um, from that once we actually get everything going. Right on. Nice. Um, I haven't sang today, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this doesn't completely suck. All right, this song is called Heavy. Wraps up in your memory A ghost sleeps in your bed A ghost she leaves an imprint She's heavy She's heavy
Excuse me. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Very good. Can I Very just say, nice. the last time that I said she's heavy, I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you shouldn't have been because you were talking about a giraffe. You were at a zoo, and even though they're like considered endangered <laughs> now. Are always considered. They are heavy. <laughs> It's their height. It's all yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's all yeah, they're, the, they they're, have a lot of neck weight. Their BMI <laughs> is different than. No, that's really good. So, thank you. How do you get inspired when you're writing? That is a great question. Or what, um, is, what about mine? What about, <laughs> <laughs> your giraffe question? I mean, well, it wasn't a question. You're right. It was more of a statement. Can I move this? Is that- yeah, yeah. Move that back out of the way. Yep. Thank you. I wish I had like a good answer for that because. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's a great well, question. Terrible answer. Well, the, the issue is, so I've, I have not written a new song in probably close to two years. Oh, okay. And it's like the biggest bummer in the world. And I used to, like I like I mentioned before, I used to just write and write and write and write and write and write. Um, it, it comes in waves. It comes in, yeah. yeah. And this has been like the biggest period of time where I haven't written. But basically, I wait for it to come to me. I, I don't really, I can't really just sit and make myself put words on a page. It has to, everything that I write comes from something that I've been through. I've only written maybe one or two songs that are not from personal experience. So everything, everything is something that is very deeply personal. And so it kind of just hits me and I'm like, okay, I need to write right now. Yeah. Um, so I have a million notes on my phone. Yeah. Of just lyrics of uh, partly written things. But uh, yeah, it just is all, all personal experience, all things that, that I go through, things that happen. I always write lyrics first. Um, and then I take that and then I try to find um, something that works on guitar and then find a melody for the lyrics. And um, usually it comes together pretty quickly from there. For the most part, I don't really um, have... If, if it's something that the lyrics are working, the guitar part is working, it's going to fall together pretty quickly. Yeah. And I'm going to be able to write a song basically in under 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, which is, I, I, love, I love when that happens. It's my favorite part of songwriting is when I find, when something finally clicks together like that. All of my favorite songs have happened that way. Yeah. Um, where it just, I write the lyrics and then the music happens and then it just is, it, it just is out of me and it just is out in the world and it's those are always the best songs that I have <laughs> the ones that happen like well, that's, that that's for every song right? yeah the, who's the lead singer of Death Cab for Cutie uh, oh. White Guy in Khaki Pants yeah White Guy in Khaki yeah. Pants so <clears throat> he was explaining um, how he wrote I'll Follow You Into the Dark mm-hmm. and he was like um, I had rented out this space and I think it was, he was living in Seattle at the time he had rented out this, this room mm-hmm. and this was going to be his office and he was like I wanted to approach songwriting like a job mm-hmm. and so he's like I woke up in the morning I'd make my little you know, my lunch, I'd put a little pail and everything, and I'd, I'd go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, it's like I'd go in there and I'd, I'd write. And he goes, that song, I showed up, I don't know, it was like a Tuesday or something. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I wrote that in five minutes. Like, it all came out. Yeah. And he goes, I, I, I you know, re- recorded a little demo of it. And he goes, I got done. I just went home. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, there's nothing else I can do today. This is it. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, most songs are, are like that. Yeah. The ones that you ponder on and, you know, have to... They're not, not as, they're not mm-hmm. as you can good. kind of tell it doesn't have yeah. that emotion to exactly. it. Exactly. So. Exactly. When you when you're writing your lyrics, you 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 have that background of the creative writing mm-hmm. and you've studied and you've learned. Do you find that you end up having sheets and sheets and pages and pages and not really anything that you that feels exactly right? Because I know yes. from my personal experience, 
I my favorite songwriters are like Jason Isbell. He's probably my favorite. And so when he writes things, I he's kind of my um, not litmus test isn't the word, but he's kind of like my uh, my goal weight. Yeah, <laughs> goal weight's good. Yeah, it's I like that. I like that. Right. I like that. But the problem is, is that because I'm addicted to sugar, I'm not going to make it to my goal weight. <laughs> But when I when I read his lyrics and then I look at mine, I'm like, this is just garbage. Yeah. And so nothing that I write, no, like I like she just said, yeah. She hasn't yeah. actually seen your lyrics, but she knows. Well, she can tell. But look at me, she can tell. No, no, She's I get like, it. No, you I get it. You go away. Yeah, it's painfully obvious. No, I relate to that. That's I I get it completely. But how, like for myself, how do you get past that point where you're like, this isn't this doesn't express appropriately what needs to be expressed because that's where I stop right um, I get frustrated and then I go work a job right so um, I have an entire box in my house of lyrics that I have kept from probably around eighth grade on I keep everything keep absolutely everything that I write um, so when I feel like I kind of get stuck somewhere if I feel like I have a good a good set of lyrics up until when I get stuck then usually what I'll do is I'll go back through that entire box. It makes a good verse. It makes yeah. a good whatever. Yeah. So I pull I pull bits and pieces a lot of times from different things. And that's why I keep everything is because I never know if there's going to be one line in this piece of crap song that I wrote. There might be one line in there. Sure. <laughs> oh, thank you. There might be Bartender. one. Bartender. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, there might be one line in, in that crappy song that I didn't like that will work and that's actually something that happened with Heavy that I just played so what um, was that one line in Heavy there is there's a uh, a line that I kept wanting she's heavy <laughs> <laughs> yes um, there's a line that I, I really wanted to use out of this song uh, that I'd written and it was the ghost she stays so close to me and I could feel that rhythm and I could I knew that I wanted to use it but I hated the rest of that song yeah. when I was writing Heavy I think I had a different line where that line is now. And I, I like refound that and I was like, that needs to be in heavy. That's perfect for heavy. It's exactly what I've been reiterating all throughout heavy. So I ended up pulling that, scrapping the other line that was already there and putting it in. And I, I write a lot of, um, I'm actually thinking about calling my next album something to do with ghosts because I, that is a common theme throughout what I write, I write a lot about being haunted by things, ghosts from different things. It, it comes up a lot in my in my lyrics. Um, so I think that would that's probably what I'm going to do is kind of encompass that. But it's just that's why I keep everything is because I never know if I'm going to be able to find a lyric that's going to work from something else in a song that I'm working on. And so I have all of and it's really funny because like you can tell if you go through this box in my house what when the lyrics are from because my handwriting has changed a lot over the years. I went through a phase and um in like middle school, high school where I wrote in all caps. Mm. She's just angry. <laughs> all She's caps all the time. time. Well it was screamo music. So <laughs> yeah. It but even when I was like writing papers, I would write in all caps. So that was my handwriting. And um that ended up going through another phase if I wrote like in a different way now my and my my handwriting has been the same now since uh college but I write so kind you're of, not a psychopath <laughs> well <laughs> I, I mean I write I all caps I not go that far um but now my handwriting is like a mix of like cursive and print oh I do that too yeah 
and no one understands it, but I can't not do it. Yeah. It's just whatever that's, comes out. That's my handwriting. So it's kind of like... Yeah, that's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, te- you can literally go through that box and be able to kind of be like, okay, well, that's a really old song because it's all in caps. But I still have them. I still have kept everything. This got dotted line in the middle, so you know you were in kindergarten. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I kind of, I went through this, like, thing in, in ah. middle school, too, where I would write, like, um, when I was writing my lyrics, I would write, like, using symbols, too, around things. Like, there's Like just emojis. Kind of, it, like, Her did you event this? emojis? Uh, well, no. I did don't. I say event? <laughs> event. Did I think you, you did. Advent? Advent calendar? Um, yeah. <laughs> That's our second live show. <laughs> We're going to create an event. <laughs> I would like put like parentheses around things that didn't parentheses just to like embolden them more. It's so weird to like go back and read that stuff. Was it because it's like, what are you doing? Song? What was that song? I want to hold you in parentheses. Like that. <laughs> that song that was all about grammar. She know? likes me for me. Yeah. And then whatever that is in parentheses. <laughs> Absolutely. Parentheses, story of a girl. There it is. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? I don't know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's got to be it. Could have edited all that out because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, the kid stays in the picture. Okay. <laughs> so you keep it all. You're a hoarder mm-hmm. of words. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so what's, thank you. Did, did you have any line that you've carried throughout like songs? It just kept carrying but never really got in place? I'm sure there probably is. I'm asking for a friend. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure that there probably is one. I think... Um, I have a song called Disaster that I know that I... I'm trying to think of the exact line. There is a song in that, or a line in that song that I, I think I used in three or four different songs before it landed in Disaster. Yeah, I'm um, <laughs> Which, it's just, it's really interesting how that works, too. And like I said, like, I, I use a lot of similar themes, so a lot of those things can kind of work for several different songs. Mm. And it's just finding the one that it feels right in. It just is, you know, where, where it's supposed to be. And you always know when you find it because it's just like okay. oh this, this is, is actually this where it's is, supposed to go this is where it is this is this is this is its home and that's one of the things I love about songwriting is like especially when you're not I don't write with other people I'd like to start doing that but I haven't done that yet just writing my own songs I can kind of do <laughs> I don't Whatever have rules you, you know <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to follow any rules so um, there, there are things that definitely come up from song to song, and even ways that I sing. I've, I've realized too. There's, um, there's two songs, and I can never think of the, what they are outside of it. But when I'm singing them, there's a way that I sing, a, a, a melody that I do that is in both songs. Um, just, it's just like a little ad lib. Yeah, if you're, <laughs> if you're ripping yourself off, it's fine. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric Clapton, Cocaine, and Layla, mm-hmm. same guitar riff. Yeah. Same exact guitar. And that's 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 the beauty of using a capo, too, is, like, I play the same probably seven or eight chords, and that's all I do. And I just move that capo around, and you'll never and know you the difference. Seven or eight <laughs> Perfect. You never know the difference that it's the exact same song, but just in a different key and a little bit of a different chord progression. <laughs> yes. So when do you, when you plan on, on getting your next album out? <sighs> so are, are you currently working on it? So we... The, the writing has basically been done for a while. I put my first full-length album out almost five years ago now. Four, four, I'm sorry, four years. It'll be four years in March that it's been out. So it's been a long time coming that I put more music out. So uh, the, the, the EP came out, like I said, a year ago in September, and it had two songs from my first album and then three new songs. 
two of those new songs I'm planning on putting on the new album. So the writing's been done for a long time. It's all been stuff that I've had done that I've that I knew that I wanted to put out, and it's just life basically getting in the way over and over. And I basically got to a point where I was like, I'm gonna stop making excuses. I'm gonna make this happen. Yeah. And so I ran a Kickstarter a couple months ago, and that's how I funded my first CD was through Kickstarter. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be fine. Like, I'm gonna run this Kickstarter. I've got plenty of people that are super super supportive. It's gonna be great. And it wasn't successful. Oh. And um, which is, you know, it happens. It's the way that it is. Um, so I've kind of had to go back to square one as far as what exactly I'm doing, how I'm funding it, how, where I'm recording, what I'm doing. So I've, I have a couple of opportunities in December to start recording for free, which is amazing. Nice. It's just getting everything in place to do that. I, yeah. I have friends, uh, very talented musicians of uh, friends of mine that are going to play. Uh, it's just finding time that works for all of us to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we're gonna hopefully we're gonna start recording next month. The sooner the better. I I really want this to just be, I want it to be good. So I don't want to rush it, but I also really want to like have it out. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm doing what I can to make it happen, but I don't have a specific timeline right now as far as when it's going to happen. The album title. Something to do with ghosts. Wine ghost. I've, I've been <laughs> wine ghost. Wine ghost. Wine ghost. <laughs> ghost um, dad. I've really been ghost uh, Malone. Can we get, <laughs> ghost Malone. Ghost Malone. That's like, <laughs> and that was way more topical than mine. <laughs> ghost dad. That's unfortunate. That'll uh, get you in yeah. trouble. <laughs> I've really been playing with. Now. I've really been playing with haunted. I feel like that would probably because there's. I think there's um, out of this new song batch. There's I think three songs that have some some reference to a ghost or being haunted or something along those lines. Have you ever seen a ghost? Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. On the next episode of Let's Meet, find out if Kyla has ever seen a ghost. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's meet. Hey, what you doing? Hey, hello. Ha, ha, ha.